Bienvenidos. This is episode 21. Do you know what that means? No. Welcome. This is episode 21. I know we like stopped doing that, but you know, last time we said it was episode 20 and now I'm like really just on a roll with telling people what number we were at. People are like, they just get bought by Telemundo. (laughs) But you know what? Actually, you know what? This is actually our 22nd episode, but we like didn't number that special sode. So I think we just need to do some more special sodes too. <laughs> special sodes. So I like calling them special sodes. Yeah. Every sode's a special sode. <laughs> Every sode. Yeah. Yeah. I just had to talk that whole time because you were downing the rest of your I know. Beer. I was like, I was like <laughs> chugging it. It wasn't very good. It was okay. It was okay. Okay. Brothers Craft Brewing. My brothers, the great outdoors, Virginia. join the brotherhood. This sounds so bro I can't I believe I'm drinking this shit. Virginia beer. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, but they went to UVA. How did you know that? Did they? Oh, oh, I thought you were making a reference to it. No, like, okay. I said I bet they went to UVA. Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. Hmm. <laughs> Harrisonburg. Oh, that's where I, that's my hometown. Not my hometown. That's my college town. <laughs> That's my hometown. Oh, wait. You know what's really funny? So when I went to JMU, there were no cool places to go. And then soon after, I heard that, like, Harrisonburg started blowing up with all these breweries and stuff. So this is one of them. Has to be. Damn. Probably. Well, you know, it's probably still bro-y. Yeah. The trend is going to end, and then people are going to be out of a job again. What? The what (laughs) is? The the craft beer Mm. trend is going to end. And people will be out of a job again. And then Harrisonburg will just be the same old Harrisonburg with its really sad mall. About (laughs) 10 years ago when like all those different flavor vodkas were like in. Yeah. And it was like. I have them all. Do you really? Yeah. Oh man. But then like, so I was throwing stuff away in our recycle bin and I saw all these old bottles of liquor and I was, I was like, wait, that, what? That was my raspberry vodka. Like, why is this in the trash can? And I was like, Jeff, um, why are there like five empty bottles of liquor in the recycle bin? And he goes, they were just like nasty stuff that we didn't need in this house. So I just poured them out. I was like, excuse me. Those were my <laughs> bottles. And how dare oh, you? Well done. How well dare done. you? Well done. I know that my tastes have refined. Huh? What was the brand? It was just a bunch of different things. Like, he poured out a peach schnapps, and I was like, okay, first of all, you use that to mix in certain things. It's not like a drink it by itself. And also, some people really love peach schnapps. I mean, you're above. I am, but I'm just saying, like, we have a full bar full of things, and why are you gonna just, like, randomly decide to spring clean my liquor out? Like, Get your hands off my liquor bottles. He wants some control. He's he was back like in a, his house. He's <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, uh, my boss been cut by Tracy. I but want I'm some like, control. I always, first of all, no, that's not true. I and know. also, I always buy us <laughs> like my thing is to buy now like a nice bottle of bourbon or scotch for every um, anniversary or birthday or holiday or whatever. So I buy good shit, but like, let me have my cheap mixing shit for when we have parties and I don't want them to drink our good shit because. That's how I roll. To come in. I'm like, here, mix alcohol this raspberry podcast. vodka and Sprite together. <laughs> An alcohol podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. Of which there is uh-huh. a ton of podcasts based on just like alcohol and beer. And well, let's see here. My scratch. husband, as he brews his own beer at home. Gonna give st- him an idea. He's going to be like, I'm going to do a no, podcast. No, no, guess what? Like what? when we started this, he started an Instagram page called 
I think it's called the brew pundit. And I was like, do you even know what that means? And so oh, he, Tracy. what? I'm just saying. I was like, what? so then he, he posts pictures of his beer and then he like puts a, um, a review about it. And he's got more followers, I think, than we do. I kid you not, on yeah. Instagram. Yeah. I, I don't even understand what he's doing. Yeah, like, he doesn't know any social media tactics or, you know, hidden hashtags or any of that shit. Like, what the fuck? Jeff, you know what? I see you, bitch. I see you. Because people, like, um, people like alcohol. They probably like alcohol. I said people like alcohol. Yeah, I like alcohol. Yeah. What's it called? Beer pundit? I think, or brew pundit. You don't even know. Did I see your beer pundit? Because I don't follow him. F that. Why? Because I'm a hater. <laughs> no, we have more. We do. What's is he this, got? This him? 130 followers, though. It's yeah. not bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what? How many posts has he done? I don't know. I, I, I turned it off. Oh, okay. We do have more followers. Should we start with that at the beginning? Hey, do you follow us already on Instagram or Facebook? Do you want to? I guess we are. I'm going to yeah. start. I'm just going to, yeah. that's how I'm going to start. Cause sometimes we forget. So I don't want to forget. Yeah. Um, so will you follow us please? And, um, you can see when we post new episodes, mm-hmm. if you don't subscribe to our podcast, but if you don't subscribe and get them just downloaded straight to your phone yeah. when we come out, why don't you go do that too? Cause then it just makes it easier for you. And also like it keeps us going. If our numbers go up, it makes us feel like we should keep doing this. If our numbers go down, it makes me feel like we shouldn't. So make us feel like we should keep going for sure, if you wouldn't mind. You know, uh, not to change topics. Mm. Um, you know what movie that came out this weekend that I really wanted to see and I just thought about it and like I wouldn't get a chance to go see? I wanted to see Alien Covenant. We've already talked about this. I know. We I'm already fully talked about it. And well, I know. Last time it wasn't out. <laughs> I know. But then we talked about it going maybe and seeing it again. And I wanted to see it. That's when I asked you yesterday what you were doing last night. Remember when I texted you? Yeah. I was going to see if you wanted to meet up and watch it so we could do it today for this episode, but it's all right. You had plans. Okay. I know it was last minute, but I didn't get home until no, super late. Okay. So. What I was going to say was mm. you let me decide what options that I should take to make my Saturday night Oh, Sunday night, whatever it oh, is. Oh, should I have told there. you what I like, wanted hey. to do? <laughs> I was thinking, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, huh. And you then I could have changed pick, your mind. I could have, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I really, honestly, I didn't want to put you up against, um, I didn't want to put you up against that decision. I didn't want, I didn't want you to make a friend upset for yeah. not doing what no. you said you were going to do. She wouldn't care. All right. Yeah. Well. Um, I should have. Just it's not getting that. a good. It's not getting the best of reviews, but I still want to see it. So I like. I know everyone for some reason. It's like they love to hate it, hate it, Prometheus. Yeah. But I liked it. Yeah. So what? It, I don't what? know what that says about my, about my taste in movies, but are you saying like just because it's a movie in space, it's the same exact movie? <laughs> what are you saying about Prometheus and versus Alien? It's the same. Well, oh, like it got harsh reviews too. I don't know what. Yeah, people okay. hate what's a. And also, it's the prequel. For me, oh, you don't know? Yeah, you do, right? This Alien Covenant movie is a, a prequel, prequel to. It's a sequel, sequel to, to Prometheus? Prometheus. Wait, what? <laughs> Alien Covenant is a sequel to Prometheus. Did Where you, have I been? Did you watch Prometheus? Yes. Have I been under a rock? <laughs> oh my god! It's not. It's okay. So it's not a direct sequel. But it's like they show um, 
how like you know at the end of the Prometheus, they take off like the uh, the robot Michael Fassbender and what's her name they take off on the alien ship and they go to the alien home planet, <laughs> right? They show that scene like what happens when they get there mm-hmm. like in aliens in Alien Covenant. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since I didn't see the movie, didn't I don't know, know exactly. That. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Here I go. Uh, <laughs> totally, totally surprised and confused. Interesting. Hmm. So did you like Prometheus? So here's the problem. So you didn't like it. I definitely watched it. You don't remember it? Don't remember it. Oh. I don't know what that says. Just think I don't remember a lot of things. Care for it, right? hmm? yeah, you just think care for it. Maybe. Yeah. But I don't, rem- I don't know. Like, I remember everyone else really liking it. That's what I do remember. Oh. I feel like I remember everyone liking it. I feel. Like everyone, I mean, it's got its own issues. I think everyone at work liked it, but I don't know what that, if that says anything. But and then David, those was, was me. <laughs> yeah, it was just you. Was, was that when we worked together? Actually? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, David Sanchez actually, I think he went and saw Alien Covenant, and he said, "What? Oh, what did he say? Was this the thing that he said was <laughs> really gory? Once, See, I can't oh, for every God. episode. Did he say it was really gory? He told me something was really gory." But I don't know if it was that or not. Maybe it was something else. But I think he went and saw it. Yeah. I think I'm supposed to go see it per his I mean, it's like, recommendation. Yeah, it's one of the great horror monster movies. Yeah. Right? That's still, you know, makes money. So makes what connection goals. to Alien Covenant is there to the original Alien uh, franchise? Because it's a prequel. Pre- Prometheus and the Covenant, I think it happens way before. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe after. Um, I'm pretty sure. Ooh, am I messing that up? The timeline, but there's it's a parallel time. It's a there's timeline. Ooh, does this happen after? I'm pretty sure. Maybe it's after. Ooh. It's after the past. <laughs> it's the future. Oh, well, you messed that up. You might be after aliens. This is the most boring conversation about it a movie is. I'm ever. Sorry. I'm trying to make it the hardest. <laughs> Connection to the movie we just watched. Oh my watched. god! And we've already talked about how you want to go yeah. see it. Get some new material. What else do you want to see? Material. <laughs> Opening material. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, you know what movie I really want to see? Everybody's like, you already told us. I, I do. I, st- wait, I can't say it again. What else do you want to see? I know what you want to see. Your name. I want to see your name. <laughs> you, you, you blank stare. <laughs> Because I was waiting for you to say the other movie that you just maybe watched the trailer for, and then I had a blank stare because I was like, wait, what was that called? <laughs> I was like, was that called your the name? The Big Sick. The Big Sick. I want to see that as well. I want to see your but name. It's not out yet, right? It is not. No. Okay. Um, I want to see your name. Uh huh. And Wonder Woman's next weekend. Oh, I see shit. That. Shout out to my boy JT, who oh, loves what? him some Wonder Woman. My friend JT. He actually just posted on our One Final Scare Facebook page and he asked yeah. me if I knew him. And I said, yes, of course I do. He literally. OK, this is the funniest thing. OK. Is this like a new thing? Because no. like a new fan, Wonder Woman fan type of thing? Or no. Because the movie is coming out. No, 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 no. JT has been a longstanding fan of Wonder Woman for as long as Wonder Woman has existed. OK. OK. He. Um, kind of fetishish. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think he just like, like his wife. Um, no. Wear underwoman, under what? Um, what uh, uniform? What? Where is it under what? I said, does he ever? He's married, right? No. no. Oh, he was married. No. Oh, never mind. No. Because um, if I if if I was a person who was that much in love with Wonder Woman, <laughs> I would ask my wife 
at least once a year. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> on my, maybe on my birthday. To, no, he's <laughs> actually so he's not costume. into women that way. <laughs> he's not into women that way. But he fucking loves Linda Carter like more than anything. Oh yeah. Okay, so like check this out. Yeah. Okay, so first of all, he before I, I worked with him in my job before I worked with you, he um, where at the- I don't even like to name this place. Okay, I'm not gonna <laughs> name it because fuck that place. But um, so McDonald's. No. <laughs> I just want I just want all of you guys to know it, it's McDonald's. It's McDonald's. No, you know me. I was a bookstore guy person, and so was JT. I think, and so were you, right? Bookstore. Nice. We all worked. Okay. So anyway, JT told me. I'm pretty sure. Like, so he did. Some, I can't remember where he worked before that, but it was like an events thing, and he saw Linda Carter, and he was like, "Gonna die." Pretty much, he was like, "Oh my god." Yeah. So then, um, she's still around, right? Live and kicking. Yeah, yeah, on, she yeah. is. But so uh, it was like, I think it was that year. I'm pretty sure it was that year or the year after. But like, do you remember when Linda Carter found a dead body floating in like Georgetown, the water of Georgetown or something? Am I making this up? <laughs> the waters of Georgetown. The waters of Georgetown. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, found dead body. All I know is it was like, uh, yeah, discovers a dead body in 2008. I'm pretty sure that's when he and I worked together. But um, floating in the Potomac. I had a biggest crush on my fourth grade teacher, Mrs. Gould. That's an ugly last name. (laughs) Just kidding. What are you going to do? Just kidding. For those of you listening, the last name is Gould. (laughs) You know, her husband's last name. (laughs) Um, It's not her fault. I don't remember her first name, but... um, She'd look like Linda Carter. Oh, okay. Like she had that, like that See? look. Oh. So anyways, <laughs> biggest, biggest crush on her, right? Nice. And um, I, I don't remember, but like me and some couple of the guys in the class like offered to, I can't just oh, really bad now. I don't want to know where to this like, is going. No, like to like clean her car. Oh God. Okay. Like, you're like, oh, we're going to do this for her or whatever. And she's, like, really happy. And she's, like, yeah, give, me, give us the keys. And we went to, like, clean our car. This like. is turning to an after-school special. <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Oh, God. <laughs> so, uh, we, <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, we go, to, we go to her car. She drove in a station wagon. It had, like, um, fake wooden panels on the side. Um, and so, we, like, we opened the door to, like, it was <laughs> we opened the door to, like, clean, you know, whatever, the car out. And we opened the door and it was so messy. And then the you're car, like, you're not hot anymore, bitch. It, the car, I just remember going, oh my God, I She's can't believe. She's dirty as fuck. Yeah, it was so, listen, enough of that. So we're cleaning things out. There was like, <laughs> there was like, like meat, like just like, like, like just if someone just ate like chicken, um, like uh, drumsticks and mm-hmm. just threw it like <laughs> on the ground. But it wasn't drumsticks, it was like pork chops or something with bones and it was just like oh are you making this up i'm not making it up and we were like this is so disgusting <laughs> so weird what? was it her husband's car maybe I, I maybe her I husband was the bone eating man who knows i don't know i just all i remember is i'd like to think that mrs gold did not do so that messy. especially if she looked like linda carter so so some of that like what do they say like um whatever it is like off the off the bloom whatever what yeah, off the, I don't know the idiom <laughs> I'm trying to think of an idiom like that says like you know like a uh, certain like perspective or certain whatever you have of, of someone mm-hmm. and that that shine is kind of like it disappears oh. after finding out like 
how disgusting her car was. Oh my god! <laughs> like, ooh. imagine what her house looks like. I am curious, curious to know what she looks like now. Hmm. Maybe you can find her on Facebook or something. But um, so, all right. Well, you totally just took my story and made it your own. So I'll just stop talking about Linda Carter now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I pulled up the story, but you were like, I have to tell you about a woman that looks like Linda Carter. Oh. Um, so let's anyway. See, let's get right to it. You want to get right to it? Well, wait, wait, how did we even get there? What are we talking about with Wonder Woman? Oh, yeah. Wonder Woman. Right. I would like to see that too. I want to see that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Who's okay. playing her? I don't even know. Please just don't tell me it's like Megan Fox or some no. shit. No. You don't even know. No, I'm Gal like I'm Godot. in a. Is that thing, how you say her name? Gal Gadot. Oh, okay. And she, um, did you ever watch any of the Fast and the Furious? Uh, yeah. There was an Asian guy mm-hmm. with long hair. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend. Mm. She's one. Yeah, she's okay. a woman. All right, cool. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. Um, and maybe one of these days we'll go see Alien. You still need to see Life. I mean, if you want to watch like it's an. It's not. I can't watch Life. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It just still doesn't make sense. Movies like come out on demand immediately now after it comes out of the theater. You don't have to wait like you had to do forever. So it, it depends on the movie. I think I think you found it. I it think you just don't want to watch it. <laughs> you are free to Google it on my computer. Free to Google it. Um, so we watched a movie called. <laughs> we watched a movie. We watched a movie. I know we, earlier. The monster. The monster, N- not monster. About uh, the serial killer Aileen Warnos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which had slightly higher Rotten Tomato reviews yeah. as this one. Actually, this one's still pretty high. This one has a 78% on Rotten Tomatoes, which is pretty high. The, the monster has 78%. That is insane to me right now. I mean, that I just I don't get it. I know. I don't know if it came with the... Well, okay, first of all, I was searching high and low. I, I've told you before, and I'll tell you again, I'm terrible at the internet. So I, for like, what, 20 minutes, was trying to find how much uh, the budget was for this film or how much they spent. I couldn't fucking find it. So I have no idea what they found, I mean, spent. And um, and on Wikipedia, it said that they got 63000 in the box office, but then on this other like website that's just dedicated to box office numbers for movies, it was something really low, like 12,000. So I'm a little confused exactly what it brought in, but um, what you're finding something, I can't read the, what does it say? The budget is $2.7 million. Estimated, shit. Yeah, yeah so um, there's a little story that goes along with this because um, I found just one interview between the writer and director, Brian Bertino of this film, who, um, he directed Str- The Strangers. Was it The Strangers or Strangers? It doesn't matter. The yeah. one with Liv Tyler and Scott Speedman, uh, where they're trapped in a house and then people start terrorizing them. So this is the same guy. And I have a feeling that the monster might have kind of gotten, um, I guess, the the good reviews because it, it kind of still feels like a, The Strangers kind of movie, just retold and with different kind of characters in a different place, different setting. I think it's kind of like his go-to... Wait, because did he write this movie? Did he write The Strangers? I, I don't remember. I don't remember either. But it has just a similar kind of um, feel to it, I guess. And, and we'll tell you the whole story. But in any case, he... <clears throat> this is something I don't think I knew. And I'll tell you what it is in a minute. But um, I found a little interview between him and I forget who. But... Um, yes. Yes what? He wrote it too? 
Yeah, and there's something weird. It was like he wrote it and he tried to pitch it. And then like right after he quit his job from wherever he was working, they picked up the film. So I guess they wound up rehiring him to direct The Strangers. But The Strangers did really, really well. It made a lot of money, I think, like a bunch of money. And um, so what I'm what I'm going to say is the interviewer with Brian Rotinos asked him, has the horror genre changed in the last 10 or so years since you've done The Strangers? And he said, yes, it's changed greatly. And um, he said that, uh, you know, during The Strangers, that was his first time making a film. He said it was nothing for somebody to throw like ten and a half million dollars at you to make a horror film and be like, hey, go go make a movie about two people in a house that get terrorized. Here you go. And he said today, he said actually it's been the past couple of years now, you only get like one to two million dollars to make horror movies now. I don't know if it's just horror movies or it has to be what he was talking about. So he said the genres change greatly because people have to do more with less. And he sees it as an opportunity to tell more interesting stories, to like to be smarter with your money and your time and your, you know, your storytelling tactics. And he says that, um, you know, essentially when he made The Strangers, he said it sat on the shelf for like a year or two. And he said he was so afraid it wasn't going to fit in any kind of uh, box, if you will. Um, because when, when that came out, we were still in a very different place with how you got movies or how you found movies. And now we just have so many different opportunities as, say, genre fans to find movies that we like that now he's like, you don't have to worry about your movie or your story fitting into any box. You can be creative. You can put it out there and fans will come and find it. So he's saying... Um, I don't know if that's true. Like, I don't know that all horror movies are now just, you know, made under two million or so dollars. But you, you just found it. The monster was around two and a half. So, but apparently, um, the strangers he had like over ten million to do. Just crazy. That movie was literally two people in a fucking house the whole time. Yeah. This well, has like monsters. Well, it had and or a monster. A lot of money probably went to Liv Tyler yeah, as well, right? Probably. And um, I mean, two point five million. I mean, you know, it, he called Scott Speedman for a favor to be that little tiny one small moment of well, a character in this well, film, he knocks right? The, knocks the tent and takes the keys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if you blink, you'll miss him. But uh, yeah. so Scott Speedman was in this film. You know, he's like, Scott, man, I don't have any money. <laughs> like, can you please come and be this tiny little character in my film, The Monster? Yeah. Thanks. Bye. Uh, here's the thing with me, right? If you're going to make a movie called The Monster and you have your hero, right? But at the same time, the, the monster is also a big piece of the puzzle, right? Mm -hmm. The storytelling puzzle. You can't, you, can't, you people, especially when you tease what, like, throughout the movie, beginning of the movie, like, uh, what he's going to, like, you're not, you're not showing it, you're teasing the monster, people are going to want to see the monster. Well, we saw it. No, I'm saying. We saw it a lot. Yeah, when you actually end up seeing it near the end, like, it, it, it looks bad. Yeah. I guess uh, yeah. it looks bad for today, but I... Well, no, it 2016. does. 2016. What do you mean? That's Today. what I mean. Like, oh. it looks bad for 2016. Oh. But put this in a film from in 1995, and it would probably look good. Okay. Sure. I mean, it's it's practical. It's real. It was a, clearly a man in a costume and it had, uh, it movie had, makeup or whatever you want to call it. And but we started making, like, when we were watching the movie, we started making the aliens sort of parallel. Yeah. 
Um, and and somebody uh, did re- write in a review that I read. It said this look the monster looked like a reject from Aliens. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> because I mean, Alien as well it had it was just. Um, a person in a suit mm-hmm. with this big which head- I like so much yeah. better than CGI with the big headdress yeah. right um, this well, is a little head <laughs> with stupid the, white right, eyes yeah. the eyes were the dumbest yeah and for some reason with aliens it didn't look fake to me Mm-mm. right no it looked amazing yeah especially up close especially up close shots yeah. right with this one and that thing you bit, really hated it. I, I know. Yeah. I think you were making me hate it, and the fact that you, <laughs> you start this conversation by like just talking about how much you hate the monster. I know it's called the monster, and that's why you're saying it. But like, yeah. I don't. I think like I don't. I don't think I would have thought that as much as you did. You talked about it the whole time, but like I, like I'm really. I'm trying to we think realized, about like we realized he had wings at the end. And it was like what? <laughs> I'm not even sure. You know, and I read in. Um, I read that there was like some continuity errors, which we caught one, and they didn't even catch it uh, in IMDb. Or but the clock, the clock. Mm-hmm. it was like they were driving, and we saw like different times. Yeah, go back in time. They but said it could have been a broken clock. No, it wasn't. It, like there was because she says, "Hey, what time is it?" Yeah, right. And she goes, "Why don't you look at your watch?" Yeah, but whatever. They also like they were filming on the same road, so people saw that there was furniture on the left side of the road. <laughs> and then, like in another scene, it was on the right side. So oh. clearly, and then, um, but apparently, the scene towards the end uh, with the monster, the guy who's in the suit, his hand is like coming out of the suit, so you can see his hand. Yes. <laughs> but whatever. I mean, okay. So, let's get, would let's, you feel let's better? Talking, let's stop talking about. So, the movie. do you feel a little bit better about the fact of knowing that he worked with a two million dollar budget, and no. like, if he had a twenty million dollar budget, you'd be pissed about the monster for sure. But is it a little bit better knowing that it was only one, two million or whatever? No, oh. no, because hmm. I mean it's not like he was. He knew going in like what the budget was, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 he. It's not like he was a new movie director. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sure he was as he was shooting this. As, you know, I'm sure like he seen the monster, saw it. Like well, I'm sure they did, they've done tests with it. Like, to, to make it look like a certain way, lighting. Think you think. I think if they had more budget, they probably would, but yeah. <laughs> no, but still, I mean, 2.5 million is nothing to scuff at. Yeah. Girl fight was one. <laughs> um, so. Uh, There's no monster in that. I know. Well, Michelle Rodriguez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm sure he, I'm sure to him too as well, like, he'd be like, ah, damn, this monster looks like. <laughs> okay whatever i don't all i know is i hate cgi most of the time like i i just do it makes things feel so fake um well like my number one where my brain always goes is in i am legend all those uh creatures and i am legend they just look so fucking stupid i just felt like i was watching uh i robot again (laughs) i was like what it's like the same exact thing i'm just saying like i i at least like that they had a real real person real mask real whatever it you i just, didn't i mean like are you, are you just making a blanket statement no like, no i i didn't think i i don't think i hated it as much as you did uh, no i'm talking about cgi monsters oh i don't like cgi monsters at all period i think Name it's dangerous i think I it's dangerous like. for you to say making a blank because you eventually you're gonna have to change that statement i don't like, think i do have um, to change that statement. like in the future i don't think that i have to change that statement and here's why i say because the technology obviously it's going to get only better right and it's going to get to a point. But I can always tell it's CGI. Well, it's going to get to a point where you can't tell. Okay. Is my well, whole point. talk to me when that happens, because oh. it hasn't happened yet. So okay. no, I don't. Okay. Not, it's not scary to me. And, and, and on top of that, you probably have already watched a movie that utilized CGI, and you had no idea. So no. you're just like, ah, oh, you know, whatever. No. Yeah. 
look. And you only know you're only noticing it when you see that it is. Okay. By the way, yeah. so by the next movie or next episode, fucking pick a monster or a movie that uses CGI and okay. has a good monster. Okay. And then we'll talk about it. Challenge. Accepted. You can't just like dis- you can't just like disregard my comment, but not have something to back up and say that there's like a really no. good monster okay. that's done CGI. No, I guess my point is when you because well, you, you made a blanket statement. Okay. And I'm just saying like, yeah, I agree with you. On, on certain movies, they're poorly utilized, and I Am Legend is is a good example mm-hmm. of one, right? And um, and and there are other examples which when there are monsters, especially when they do combination. Of practical effects and special effects, like Blade Two, Reapers, they they are they're, they're it's a combination of practical and CGI, and mm-hmm. it looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm just, th- sure. I, yeah. So there's a place for CGI. I just I don't like when the whole entire thing is CGI, like the whole like because you can tell. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm saying the technology only gets better. All right, but right yeah. now, so like I said, next episode, uh-huh. name me a monster or creature, something that's all CGI and that I looks said, great. Yeah, I said challenge accepted. All I'll right, do it. okay, next time. Can we talk about this movie now? Yeah. So the movie starts <laughs> with um, with a quote on the screen, oh, which I always I love. love. I love all my notes downstairs. You idiot. <laughs> um, and it says, the quote says, they are hiding and watching, just wait and see. Oh, there are monsters for you and for me. And it says it's a children's nursery rhyme from, oh, of course, 1903 when people used to try to scare the shit out of their kids and make scary nursery rhymes about people dying and all kinds of shit. Like, I don't know why they don't Ring Around the Rosie. Actually, I don't know when that was written, but you know what Ring Around the Rosie is. Actually, Ring Around the Rosie is on her bear. It's one of the, we'll talk about it, but that's one of the, like, what? Pocket full of posies, ashes, ashes, we all fall down. That was on the little teddy bear that makes music. That was one oh, of the things on there, I think. The Teddy Ruxpin thing that... <laughs> teddy <sorry>. Ruxpin. <laughs> it's not a Teddy Ruxpin at all. But the, it's oh, a bear it's, that just plays like old children's but, uh, yeah. songs. But, and yeah. talk, whatever, yeah. <laughs> teddy Ruxpin. Everybody okay. know what a Teddy Ruxpin that's is. A, that's like a branded bear. This is just like a nondescript teddy bear. But I, anyway. I okay, so it starts with this quote, and it says, author unknown... It doesn't matter. They're, you know, these authors used to just write scary shit and then they all died. But so um, <laughs> I, I like that it starts with this move, uh, this quote, because uh, it just pay- pretty much tells you exactly what the whole entire movie is going to be about. Yeah. It, like from the beginning. And I think doesn't it start with the little girl kind of saying something along the same lines? And it's um, it's her saying something like my mom tells me that monsters aren't real, but they are. Yeah. Like, doesn't she start by kind of narrating Something like that? that? Yeah. And then she gets up. The little girl. Yeah. The little She's girl how gets old? up. 10? No, more older. I looked online and people were saying 10. And then somebody else said 12. I thought 12 was way Tw- too old. Oh, really? Yeah. I was going to say 12 just now. She was really young. Oh. But. There's something like that. Between 10 and 12. Okay. Okay. We'll say 11. Split the difference. Compromise. Okay. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. So, um, preteen, right? That's preteen? Yeah, preteen. Yeah. So. She is packing. She gets her suitcase. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. I was like, she was eating a waffle in my memory. But yeah. 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 And then she um, drags her suitcase into the living room. And the living room looks like um, a party had just ended like the night before. There's beer bottles, wine bottles everywhere. Wine bottles, wine glasses. And she's cleaning up. She starts to throw all the trash in the trash bag. She goes to the kitchen and she starts... And she makes herself She's eating a waffle. waffle, right? Yep. And she 
She goes, starts dumping she goes, out like the cigarette tray and yeah. a bag. And, and then she calls for her mom. Well, she hears an alarm going off. And then she goes into her mom's bedroom. Mama. And she's like, Mom, get up. Wake up. It's nine o'clock. You're supposed to take me to dad's house. Um, and you know, like two hours. I've been up for two hours, whatever. And she gets up. <laughs> and Chase and I were like, that's her mom? She looks like she's 24. <laughs> She didn't even look that to me. I mean, she has a very young, young face. Young face, yeah. And I was really confused because then you told me that the actress in real life is 33. 33, yeah. Which is crazy to me. Uh-huh. But she also, um, she is the actress. <laughs> Wait, what? Nothing. Did that come off my hand? <laughs> You're picking something. I felt right. something on my hand and it just, <laughs> did something really fall? That's gross. Whatever. Um, so she is the actress. That's why I brought that movie up earlier. I was going to try to make the connection earlier. The one with. Kumail Nanjiani. What's it Nanjiani. Huh? I can't remember again. <laughs> <laughs> the big sick. The big sick. Right. So uh, so it's her. And I, I don't recognize her from anything, but she's been in a bunch of things. And she, yeah, she looks she looks to me like 18. So I was like, this woman couldn't have had this little this girl yeah. at all. But yeah. she I guess she could have. So um, she immediately she doesn't even say anything to her kid back. She's just like, where's Roy? He said he was going to call me. And then the little girl, we know that she's got some. Personality, because she's like Roy's an ass. Yeah, and um, and then the the mom tells her to like go move the car, and she's like, "Did you already pack?" And she's like, "Yeah, I packed for myself and for you," and um, and then she's like, "I should have just had Dad, dad come and pick up. me up," and she just kind of like slowly walks away, and her mom just is. She's like, first of all, her hair is really interestingly dyed I won't say bad it was like blonde to red to blue all the way down to the tips so she's kind of uh, clearly she's a party girl I mean she's the one with all these bottles in the house she's asking where this guy is obviously she's um, you know she's already split up from this young girl's dad so they're painting this picture that she's into drinking for sure partying and probably not taking care of her daughter yeah neglecting her so uh, the little girl's waiting downstairs and her name is Lizzie and she's waiting downstairs playing with this lighter, constantly flicking it open and open and open and shut and open and shut. And then the mom comes downstairs and she's like very apologetic, but without a lot of um, like she's not really being really apologetic. She's like, I said, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then she just kind of like drops on the couch. And then her daughter tells her when we get in the car, you know, you can't smoke in it. It's like the, I don't get it. Ma- the, the daughter's clearly she's had to in a way, raise her mom. It's very clear, and it's a pretty sad beginning. I think almost like this is one of the best parts of the whole movie. I, okay, no, but like these certain rules, like, that they, she said, like, it's weird. It doesn't make any sense to me. It like, makes total sense to me, 100%. Like, okay, if that scene complete wasn't, didn't exist, Yeah. right, about the whole cigarette thing, Yeah. like, you think that helped? Yeah, relationship? I mean, so like, no, like that, you still would have gotten uh, their relationship. We we see that from like the other things that happened. I don't know. This thing though is like, mom, don't put me at risk too. Like when we get in that car, you can't smoke in the car with me. So like, please don't do it. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Like it's definitely something that happens. So without going into it totally, but like I've lived. We in, already know that yeah. she neglects her daughter anyway. Yeah. Right. Why is this one thing, one rule that she obeys to? Because it comes in and out throughout the rest of the movie. And I, think, I know it does. Yeah. Like, but then what I'm saying, that's not important because you take it out, the movie is still the same. I think, well, you also find out later that her daughter tries, she, 
let's just keep talking. But I think it does make sense. <laughs> it's like her, her daughter doesn't have control because she's a kid. And this is like the one thing she can kind of get the leg up on her or have leverage over her because her mom is a terrible mom to her and she doesn't do anything right for her or around her or whatever. So she's like, don't smoke in the car. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's, okay. it's like the one thing she kind of gets with her mom that she, because clearly her mom doesn't listen to anything else she tells her to do. I don't know. Okay. Whatever. Um, I also know the frustration of that too. But like when you're, when your parents are doing something they should not be doing. And it's like, I've, I've just, I get it. You just think that like as a kid, your mind can just see the things that aren't supposed to be happening. And then you try to get your parents to not do those things, I guess. I don't know. So anyway, um, they are in the car driving and clearly they have a long way to go. And uh, she's got her bear in her hand that we kind of referenced earlier. And it's playing that these little songs. It's playing Pop Goes the Weasel and Ring Around the Rosie. And her mom's like, you're too old for that. So she's very snippy with her. And she's just like kind of an ass. Yeah. Yeah. She's right though. She <laughs> Okay. Maybe this is when I tell you that a lot of my best friends still have their fucking teddy bears from when they were children or their blankies. I don't get it. As a nostalgia. Nostalgia. Oh what? God, I can you say that no, word? No, I cannot. Because I, I am ESO. And I can't say that That's word. That's not nostalgia. why you're saying that. I mean, it's sleepy time. Yeah. I mean, seriously, though, like. What are you doing? Sit up. I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm so, so tired. <laughs> I mean, do they have like this like nostalgia? Oh my God. Why nostalgic. Can I spit, nostalgic. Why can I say it's that okay. word? I got it for you, boo. Um, like, you know, connection to it? Like, or do they still use it? Like daily. Who's they? Your friends. Your friends. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Um, they use it. They bring it along on vacations and they sleep with oh it at God. night. I swear to God. It is like, I'm not even kidding you. There's a, there's almost a clinic, all of my best a clinic, friends. There's a clinical term for that. What was in the water? In, uh, in they didn't even come from my, this oh. is like my college friends. This is people from home. It is so bizarre. I can, I don't know if I can name one of my best friends. Oh wait, no, I do have a couple best friends that don't do this, but I so literally, I kid you not. They all have they all have names and everything. Well, I'm not even kidding you. But anyway, to each his own. And so our little girl Lizzie here has a bear, and I think you're saying she's too old for it. But hey, jerk. Maybe it's because she never really got a childhood. Why am I a jerk? Because you said she was too old for it. I you know, agreed with her mom. I know. That's mean. Lizzie's only 11. We've decided, so she can still have a bear. Do you agree? That maybe she might be a little too old for something like that. No, I think, I think, um, th- I think that's the point of the her, her bear. Sh- she was robbed of a childhood. She's had to grow up way too fast, so that's why she still has it. And her mom is being callous about it. That's what it is. So no, I think she's fine with it. I, I like how you're trying to make this like connection. She's not too old for it. Just, me, hold on. Let oh. me, like how like one is a result of another. Like as if you and I agree, or like there's a like. Like being forced to grow up fast, yeah. you somehow hold on to your, um, I don't know, uh, childhood things longer. They do. Like Look at I'm, Michael I'm, Jackson. I'm not, I, I, I'm not sure if that's, you give me one example, I'm not sure if that's like a, a thing, like a, a actual, like a clinical thing like that happens. Oh, I bet. <laughs> but also Michael Jackson. I'm just gonna make it up. Yeah, I bet. I'm not making it up. Are you hearing what I'm saying? <laughs> Michael one, Jackson. One, one answer note doesn't. That's too, come on. Two. One is a story. What are you 
<laughs> this is more than the monsters that you can name that are good in total CGI. Uh, I can do that and I, we can have a what's more called a conversation I guarantee you uh, it would be a different episode this would be a different episode if what we do a battle of like what who's mon- right uh, what, no what monster CGI movies and is what, better and what people and, and I know just, hold on to I, childhood relics because they were robbed of a childhood I'm, I'm just saying like is that an actual I'm gonna study. need like, uh, I'm gonna need our therapist or psychiatrists in our listener base yeah, to call us yes, or please. and or email us and tell and me if, if this wrong, is a real thing. And if I'm wrong, and I'll, I'll, I'll stay corrected. I'll stay corrected. You know what I mean? Wrong. He's wrong. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, so they go to a gas station so that one they can get gas, but two so that mom can smoke outside, and. Um, because that's the the mandate, right? And the little girl, Lizzie's sitting in her in the car with the windows rolled up, and then her mom's kind of like, "Hey, roll the windows down." And this is just like a really odd exchange, but um, you start to get, understand kind of what's about to happen or why they're driving to Dad's house even more if it wasn't clear before. And uh, she's like, "Hey, I was going to give this to you once we got there, but I'm just going to give this to you now." And she hands her a watch, and Lizzie looks at her mom. She's like, "But this was Grandma's watch," and she's like, "Why would you give this to me?" And she was like, because, she, because you're not coming back. And she was like, well, you don't know that. And she was like, no, trust me, I know you're not coming back. And uh, so I guess she's dropping Lizzie off to dad's house for the last time. I guess he's about to get, what, sole custody or whatever. It's just she's in a bad home and it's not working out. So this is like her very callous attempt to giving her a gift a departure gift and it's a very odd exchange I mean she's not even sitting in the car with her she's like hanging outside while she's smoking a cigarette and the little girl sadly enough you can tell that she wants to almost make make good with her mom so she kind of is like hey let's stop in Arlington for the night because then we only have four hours to go to dad's house like tomorrow morning and I guess you know her mom kind of pushes that off and she's like no it's fine we'll just drive the whole way um which is just sad because obviously the daughter's now kind of like feeling bad for her mom. And, and then I guess uh, the mom walks away kind of in a fit of stress and she goes and strikes up another cigarette one more before the road. So. And yeah, and then hits the flashback. Flashback. Yeah. He flashbacks to probably a, maybe a better time. Well, not really a better time, but a different time when she was still together with her, um, with her husband. And they're at like in the suburbs. And she is. She has to take her to um, a recital. No, a play. I think you're making an assumption that she's still with the dad. I just think like she's got a different kind of outfit on. But I think they're still living in the. No, I, oh, I, we don't know I, that the dad's I, around. Yeah, I assume that they were because like she has wore clothes on. I just assumed yeah. it was like this was before. Yeah. Um, they split up. Oh, okay. Because like she, you know, you're right. Maybe maybe this this could have been after, but. I, it looked like it was a different house. I feel like the dad would have been there, but yeah, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, and she was like, get in the car. I'm going to um, take it, you know, take it to, and she's like, no. Like, she's like, I don't want to go with you. I actually, in fact, I don't want you to even be there, you know? And, and by the way, when you started by saying this was a better time, I'm I mean, really confused because the, the flashback was, started yeah. with her screaming. Yeah. Uh, what I meant was like, she was dressed in a nicer outfit. That was it. Yeah, and then if... And if, her hair was pulled back. Well, that's why I, I took that comment back because I said yeah. better time in the sense like, they were still family together at the time. Because mm. we find out that her she mentions, right even before the flashback, she says, my dad, well, she goes, dad and Jenna, right? Mm-hmm. She, and then so it's like, oh, she's already 
Yeah, he's on. been with somebody. Yeah, he's like, moved on. Who knows how long they've been not together, but I think right. that it's been a long time. And so, yeah, she's like the flashback goes immediately to her screaming at her daughter. Right. And the daughter's standing kind of um, drawing a line in the sand, if you will, inside of the garage. And she, as you said, will not get in the car. And she's like, Lizzie, get in this fucking car. She's like, this is your play. You're in the play. And she's like, you're right. It's my play, and you never want to go to anything. You never show up. You're never there, and and I don't want you with this one either. And then she was like, this was just the saddest thing. Like, Lizzie's mom just starts screaming, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, like eight times. And Lizzie's just standing there crying, being like, don't say that to me. You can't say that to me. And she's I thought, like, I thought they go back and forth. No, she never says fuck you to her mom until her mom drives away. So she she's saying, um, she's like, don't talk to me like that. And then... I, you mu- Swear to maybe God. we should watch it again. I wrote I think everything goes, down. Cause I know, so so did I. <laughs> okay. Like, because because she says fuck you, and then she goes, and they go back and fuck you, fuck you. No, she, she says goes, no, don't talk you, to no, me no, like you. that. She keeps screaming, "You're not allowed to say that. Don't talk to me like that. Don't talk to <laughs> me like that." And the whole time, her mom is like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." And then she goes, "You know what? Fine, find your own ride." And she goes, "Cause I'm going." And she gets in the car and she speeds away, and that's when her little daughter screams out loud, "Fuck you." So in any case, it's a very tumultuous relationship. And we now see that her mom is a deadbeat mom. She doesn't usually even show up to anything. So why is she caring to show up or take her to this one? And clearly she's probably embarrassed by her mom. I think as we start to find out oh. that what? Yeah. Okay. As, as we f- start to find out that, you know, mom's got more issues. Um, she probably is usually embarrassed for her mom to show up um, because of probably her actions or the way that she maybe stumbling and drunk um, as we saw, saw like all the beer bottles Not and even wine that, bottles. Just getting in the car with someone who's drunk. Right. right. And getting in the car with somebody who's she drunk. Alludes to, cause she alludes to it later. Yeah. yeah. Like father, that's the first thing the father asks. Yeah, right, yeah. later. Okay, so um, then uh, so Which I think should have I think they should reveal her weakness maybe a little early on because all this other stuff I, Okay. Okay, so uh, it's weird because now we jump back into present time and uh, even though we just left her having a smoke break, we're now in the middle of the night. This, the last scene was during the day um, when they were at the gas station, but now it's in the middle of the night and they pulled over on the side of the road so that mom can have a cigarette again because that's what, you know, you do. And um, uh, this is when I think Lizzie decides... Oh, actually, this is when Lizzie decides that she doesn't want to stop in Arlington for the night like she had previously said to her mom. She's just like, I just want to go straight to Dad's and Jenna's. Mm -hmm. So just take me straight to there. And she kind of tests her mom. She's like, do you think you can even stay awake? And then her mom's like, yeah, it's fine. And then uh, her mom goes, you know, it's supposed to rain tonight. And uh, Lizzie kind of whispers under her breath, like, I hate the thunder. And then she walks away and gets in the car. And you and I both, like, we wait, it waited so long for the mom to say this out loud that we were like, wait, what did the daughter say to make her say that? She goes, I know you do. So it was like trying to show that the mom really does know her daughter and, it's, like, knows what makes her tick. Mm. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, she probably doesn't. But anyway. So um, they both get in the car and they're driving again. And you noticed it before I did. But they both have the same nervous tick or stress tick where they are with their thumbs cracking all their knuckles over and over and over and over again. And they're both doing it at the same time. I have no idea why this is important, but they show this throughout the entire movie. They show that and then they show both of them kind of playing with with the lighter, right? The flip in the top constantly. 
So um, they're both cracking their knuckles and it's pouring down rain. And of course, uh, mom looks at Lizzie and goes, can I smoke since it's raining outside? And she's just like, crack the windows, mom. So then um, Lizzie asks her mom, what time is it? And uh, and she goes, well, you tell me. And she doesn't even say it like nicely to be like, hey, remember that watch I gave you of grandma's? Like, she's just like, well, you tell me. And then so she's like, oh, right, I have a watch. So she looks at it and she's I, like, this is so weird. That's not the tone that I got. It's like, oh, I did. Like she you said, tell me. No, it was like no, she was basically asking, hey, you should you should the, use the watch that I gave you. Mm-hmm. Like, you tell me mm-hmm. like and that's how I heard that's it. Funny. Yeah. yeah, I got it like. Uh, hey, idiot, you got to watch, no, don't not, you? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't she, have to watch this movie again. <laughs> so, so Lizzie says... A completely different movie. Know, right? Lizzie says it's 12.15, and then her mom looks at her and, and like in a creepy voice is like, and not a soul in sight. And then she's like, Mom, stop. Like, Don't scare me like that. And um, they kind of get into a little fight, and, and Lizzie's kind of like, I wish you would just listen to me. And then her mom goes, I wish you would stop saying that to me. Mm. So that, I think that's just another one of those, like, Lizzie's trying to raise her mom. And she never listens, you know, to what Lizzie has to say to her. But it um, doesn't matter because then they get a flat tire and their fight kind of stops. And they spin. And this is, goes, yeah. this is when shit hits the fan, so to speak. Yeah. So Car goes s- out of control. And we had spinning. to re- <laughs> we had to rewind and watch this six times because I said, oh, it was a big bloody dog. And you were like, there's no blood on that dog. I was like, yeah. there's so much blood on the dog. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't see. It was a, but apparently it was a wolf. So we were we yeah. both it saw. It was a little small to be a wolf. <laughs> it was a pretty I small think, wolf. Yeah. Um, the car goes out of control. It starts spinning. Um, and then the headlights, the headlights uh, flash onto uh, a wolf, bloody <laughs> wolf, in the middle of the road. It's just in the middle of the road. Waiting. It, for the spinning of the car to stop it's like it's almost it looks like a deer in headlights yeah right and they and hit the, the wolf and they hit the wolf right and just they just flatten it and when yeah. they hit this you know they've already been spinning because they had a terrible flat tire and then they basically just start spinning after they hit the wolf and they hit all kinds of shit and then um the mom basically starts like groaning and she looks at her daughter and she's got a big gash in her forehead and she's hurt her wrist so she's like, oh, my God, are you okay? And she actually does seem very compassionate, mm-hmm. making sure Lizzie's okay. Mm-hmm. And she's like, call 911 right now. So uh, Lizzie does, and she's like, my mom got in a car accident. Um, help me. Help us. You know, we're on the bat. We're on, like, some – we took a <laughs> – we took the side road, like the old road that no one takes anymore, the road less traveled. And they were like, okay, we'll take a while to get there, but we'll send a tow truck and an ambulance since your mom can't drive right now. Because why? Because of the one wrist hurts? I don't understand. Um, so they see the body of the wolf out in front of their headlights that they hit. And um, the mom goes, let's get out and go check it out. And uh, the daughter's like, what if it's alive? And her mom says, Lizzie, be brave. Did we mention it's pouring rain? It's pouring rain. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and she's like, be brave. And uh, this, is a, this is something that continues to come out of the mom's mouth throughout kind of the rest of the movie. And this idea that Lizzie needs to be braver than she's ever been before, right? So she, they walk out and they assess the car. And the car, for having, for what the first part of the crash, you know, was of being a flat tire, flat tire. the whole like, rim and wheel well and uh even the the side panels were like really fucked up so i was like man that was a 
To the point where she couldn't open the driver's side door. Yeah, she yeah. couldn't open the driver's side door, and which is weird because they definitely only hit the, the wolf and the front grill because all the blood was up on the front of the grill. So um, anyway, she says to Lizzie, like, call your dad, and he'll just come and get you wherever the ambulance takes us. And so this is when, what we were alluding to earlier. When she calls the dad, we don't hear him, but we hear Lizzie being asked, essentially, if she was drunk. And she was like, no, dad, she was fine. I promise she isn't. She wasn't. She isn't. Yeah. And we, she's like. You just hear one side of the conversation, yeah. but you can make out yeah. what is being you're, said. You're inferring that the dad's concerned. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she's like, no, it's raining and we hit a wolf, dad. So that was the end of the conversation. And um, a flashback. Flashback. Yeah. Flashback of Her mom. in the kitchen floor eating an ice cream out of the, straight out of the tub. Like sitting with the freezer opened. Open. Um, she's clearly upset mm-hmm. or she's fighting um, something. She's definitely um, upset. Yeah. And what, and the ice cream, ice cream cures a lot of things, <laughs> emotional things. I don't eat ice cream, so <laughs> I don't know. Um, what? I don't. I'm just not a big ice cream person. I'll eat a bag of chips though right now. But or Greek yogurt, but you know. You made me eat that. You don't eat Chobani? You I know? don't anymore. Why? I haven't eaten Chobani in like over a year. Do you want another one? I didn't No. No. No, we're good. Okay, so she gets up and she sees her calendar on her wall. And this is what I'm talking about. How sad. Her her daughter's handwriting says, you can do it, mom. And there's X's on the days that she's basically made it through without drinking alcohol. Two days. And uh, so this poor little girl's trying to cheer her mom through beating alcoholism. And uh, we know this even more so because then the mom goes outside and she starts digging through the trash can and she's finding, oh my God, she's finding old bottles of liquor like Jeff threw out <laughs> that I found earlier today. She only, but she only brings one. She found like a few and a couple were empty and then the one had liquor like still in it. A little bit in it. In it. Yeah. And then she brings and she brings up to the porch and she sits there. Yeah, in her underwear yeah, and, and t-shirt. Like think, thinking about it, like what to do with it. Well, and she's she, saying out loud like, be strong just or something. Just go to bed. Yeah, just, just go, go to, go to bed. bed. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. And but, then she, of course, drinks it. Yeah. She drinks it. Not a lot, but apparently that makes her sick and like pass out in front of the bathroom, mm-hmm. right? On the floor. So she vomits in the toilet and leaves it there and passes out in her and underwear her and bra. Daughter finds her. Yeah. Flushes the toilet. And then. Lays behind her and spoons big, her mom. Big spoon, small spoon. She becomes the big spoon. She becomes the big spoon and she kisses her mom on her shoulder. And then the camera kind of goes in front of the mom's face and she's got her eyes open. And she probably feels like shit. I hope she does. But, um, you know, Lizzie's a very forgiving daughter for what she's going through and what she's watching her mom go through. And um, and then we come back into real life or the f- present time. I, I feel like... What Lizzie has already gone through, like you would think that she would be already be strong, like she wouldn't. You know what I mean? Like emotionally, like like you were saying, you were saying like, oh, she has to take care of her mom all these years, you know, at her age and growing up fast. Like all of a sudden, but then, but then, like she needs to grow up some more, be strong. Like I feel like she would already be strong. I think that's like right. No, I think that's the the shitty thing that we're seeing that's what i'm saying like the bear and then her still being scared of the dark and scared of like getting out of the car she's a child like still and it doesn't matter what you've lived through it doesn't matter what you've had to take care of like you're still scared of all the things that kids should be scared of or like you know whatever i don't know (laughs) i mean you don't just become 
just because you have to go up fast doesn't mean that you are still an adult or that you are now an adult. It means that you're still a kid and you have some tendencies to be able to act sure, like an adult, but sure. you're still a kid, right? No, but right. But I understand that, but in the story, their their person, um, their uh, uh, relationship, mm-hmm. like she knows, the mom knows that Lizzie has been taking care of her mm-hmm. and like when she's down, she's a strong woman. But yet, she's constantly telling her throughout the movie, mm-hmm. like, you have to be strong. You, have, you know she's strong already. Mm-hmm. She's been taking care yeah. of you. I mean, leave aside yeah. this supernatural thing that's hunting them. Yeah. We'll be hunting them. And she's clearly scared of that. Of course, who wouldn't be, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, outside of that, like, for her to be like, you have to be strong. You have, like, she already is. She's taking care of you. Like, yeah. you know, like, What? Like yeah. what horse are you riding in to tell her that she should be strong? Yeah, yeah and that that connection, in the sure. relationship, yeah. was like yeah, it's kind of weird to me. Yeah. Okay. Um, so they are looking at this dead wolf, and um, Lizzie's even like, "Is it even dead?" And then her mom's like, "I don't even know." And then she's like, "Look at this!" And she picks up this like fucking dinosaur-sized tooth. It was so big. It was like the biggest like saber-toothed tiger <laughs> Like tooth. canines, yeah. And um, she's like, I think this... T-Rex. like, And this was not the wolf's tooth. She was like, I think this wolf was fighting something because it was already bloody before we hit it. And um, and <laughs> she's like, dislike. what? She's like, what do you think it was fighting? She's like, I don't know, Lizzie. There's lots of things in the woods, and um, like Lizzie's about to get scared, huh? <laughs> so they both become a tracker. They start like breaking it down. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> defensive wounds. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and just before you know it, um, the tow truck comes, and uh, so they're sitting in the car because it's it is still pouring. This whole night it's pouring. That's probably. That's probably the best. You asked at one point, like, do you think it was just raining when they decided to film or do you think they made it a raining movie? I think they absolutely wanted this to be in the in the rain because mm-hmm. the entire movie from here forward is good. in the rain. I couldn't tell. Sometimes you can tell that it's yeah, fake rain. I, it like, good. It made me more uncomfortable probably if, than if it wasn't. I don't know. It was distracting. It was like loud all the time. And yeah. Like, I think like um, if it wasn't uh, raining, it would be different type of like. Um, suspense. Yeah. Well, like, okay, so when it's raining and you can't see out of your windshield, like, there's times where they it's, can't yeah. see anything. It's, I'm not saying so that it's not it scary. It does heighten, mm-hmm. I guess, the um, the suspense, if you will. It's distraction, right? It's like, oh, you can't hear it coming closer. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. silence also could be just as scary. Sure. So, um, anyway, uh, when the tow truck pulls up, their headlights go on and the tow truck's lights pull up to where the wolf's body was and the wolf's body is no longer there. And so she's like, Mama, where's the wolf? Where's the wolf? Where'd the body go? Mm-hmm. And um, and then the the tow truck guy comes up to the windshield, or I'm sorry, the, um, the passenger side window or the driver's side window and is like, hey, just let you know the ambulance is probably still going to be a while, but um, let me take a look at your car and see what the damage is. Um, so they all get out with him and are kind of assessing it. And he, for whatever reason... Um, I guess he um, uh, thought f- uh, originally that they were going to go get in his truck while he kind of hits, hitches the, I don't know how to talk about towing. Is it hitches the car? Tow? Sure. Shows sure. it. So he's, um, he's lifting their bags out of the back seat for them, which was nice because the mom's wrist is fucked up and then there's a little girl. So he's lifting all the bags. He goes and he puts them in the truck and then he goes, you know what? Why don't you guys just sit in the car? Cause I actually, I can tell your car's pretty damaged. I'm going to have to fix it up a little. Well, um, he said, 
<laughs> he says the axle is split. The it's axle's broken. totally split. Yeah, so he, I guess that's where he was going to. Yeah. The, and he's he has to find something else down there, I guess, to like. He's gonna start doing yeah. some work. So as, essentially, Which this is insane. Is, like, how are you gonna fix an axle? I don't know. Well, he's just looking for something else to hook onto. I guess so. Yeah. Yes. So, um, at this point, the camera does one of those things that you're very used to, where you get a shot of the woods. Point of view. Which is, I don't remember them doing the point of view of like whatever's in the woods but you're definitely looking just at all the woods and dense darkness and it's no, like they definitely hey, did one of them like that did they yeah it was like both both sides then which is a little weird right but it was that, like that was my complaint remember? no i mean not both, complaint, but I, i'm not meaning what you mean uh, i'm meaning like we're looking at the woods yep and then we're looking from the woods yeah okay so and uh essentially telling us that something's lurking something's, right yeah. And then, um, so they're waiting in the car and he's literally, um, under, he, he like gets underneath on his back under the car and he's there for a good long while with his big ass toolbox. And so the mom and uh, Lizzie are talking and Lizzie's like, well, why would that wolf have even run in front of us? And then, um, and then the mom's like, I don't know, Lizzie. And she's like, look, it's a side road. Maybe it just didn't know and just ran out. So, and then she's like, this tooth is really big. <laughs> and then she's like, yeah, you know, it's probably just some animals. Like, Lizzie, stop freaking out. You know, Lizzie's freaking out. And, um, and then the mom's like, hey, where's my phone? And Lizzie's like, it's in your bag. And he took the bag and put it in his truck. And she, she's like, go get my bag, Lizzie. And she's like, mom. And she's like, stop being scared and go get my bag. Go get my bag. I need my phone. So she gets out and it's pouring down rain. And she's like, Jesse. Or like Mr. And he's like, my name's Jesse. And she's like, Mr. Jesse. And he's still under the car. And she's like, I need my bag. And he's like, it's in my truck. Go get it. Go get it. Yeah. So she walks over to his truck really slowly. And this is when you're like, this little girl clearly has some intuition or something. Because she's like looking around in the woods. And she's really scared. And you know she thinks something's up. And then when she gets to the truck, it's locked. And she's like, Mr. Jesse, it's locked. And he's like, give me a freaking minute. Like, I got my keys on me. Like, I'll be over there in a minute. I'm not done yet. So... um, she walks into the woods because why not? And she, she, cause she follows the stupid, I was like, how, how, how is all the blood from the wolf on the street still when it is still like pouring, pouring down rain. It's like the stream of blood is going into, it's the dumbest it's a trail, thing ever, it's a trail, right? Like it yeah. would far be gone, but, um, or long be gone. So she, she walks past the blood and she walks into the woods and she sees the wolf in there and it's been like chewed up even more than it already was. And then the little girl goes, Oh shit. And um, so she she's, she's calling for her mom. Of course, her mom doesn't hear her. And this is when we see mom in the car, like, flipping the lighter, which is annoying. And um, when she's turning towards the car screaming for mama, we see a huge shape kind of rising up behind so her. This is this is very much aliens. Um, yeah. uh, it's, it's, a, it's an homage to aliens, I think. Because mm. you remember that one scene in Aliens where, like, you see a shot of a guy. He's talking. He's talking to a sergeant. Um, um, and then like, uh, it, what looks like on the first scene, like right before, uh, pipes and things, and you know, yeah. pipes and plumbing in the back of the, uh, background. And all of a sudden that starts to move in the next yeah. scene. You're like, holy shit. That was the, the alien the whole time. Yeah. That was the exact this scene. She's talking, calling out her mom. And you think goes, it's trees, dark yeah, trees, like dark wet trees, dark trees. Or, yeah, dark trees and wet dark trees. And then she goes to zip, zipper flicking comes back to that same scene and then we see it move we're like yeah. oh shit that was a monster was right behind he's her. been behind her the whole time yeah yeah it's funny you just said he because um the, the, oh, the calling the monster he yeah because the it's definitely I don't know. and it's nondescript if it's yeah. a female or male but everybody 
that I was reading on reviews, mm -hmm. they all said, and I don't know if I don't know if I even agree with this, but they all said it was like a very manly, very phallic figure is what they all kept saying. Like different people were saying that. Phallic. Yeah, I was like, really? Maybe it's the head shape. <laughs> it, had, it had more upper body Definitely. muscle than its the lower body. Arms. Yeah, yeah, so maybe that's why. Well, I and mean. at this point, we still don't even see what this thing looks like. We're we're seeing a blurry, to your point, a blurry just thing rising up behind yeah. her. So anyway, she, um, we go to back to flashback, and Lizzie is crawling out from underneath her bed with her bear, and she's calling out for her mom. Her mom's passed out on a couch, and this is a scene that I wanted to see like develop or or like was this going to be a connection for what's in the rest of the movie we see lizzie walk away and come back we don't even see lizzie come back we just see a knife come into the scene like a rusty old knife coming into the scene being like put right up against um mom's neck and then you hear lizzie whispering i hate you i hate you i hate you go away i hate you and that's just like the saddest thing ever it's, and that's the flashback but um, like, why didn't that? Yeah, like, I don't know. So I, what? He like abandoned it. Like, uh, maybe it was getting a little too difficult. I don't know. Like, they shouldn't have abandoned that. They should have like taken that somewhere. I feel like, but I don't know. Anyway, so then we back in present, and um, Lizzie gets back in the car, and she tells her mom that she saw something, and something ate the wolf, or she saw the wolf, and that something has eaten the wolf, and uh, Jesse's still under the car. Um, and Jesse's starting to hear noises, and I said, are these, like, my brain is telling me it's either uh, noises that the predator makes or it, noises that Alien makes in mm -hmm. Aliens. Like, I can't remember which noise it is, but it's, it's definitely, like... It's predator makes a gargling noise, like... Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, so this is probably more yeah, Alien. No, no, predator makes that noise. Alien makes, like, the screeching, like, you know, or the, the hiss. Oh. It makes a hiss. It's, this is kind of like a gurgly growl sound. And um, so, anyway, he hears it, he being Mr. Jesse. And um, he starts looking, like, with his light from underneath their car. And uh, <laughs> so uh, we're back in the car, and Mom and Lizzie are like, look, it's fine that something ate it. Don't worry. It's Whatever it was, it doesn't eat people. Uh, okay. And she's like, I promise. <laughs> well, uh, at this point, she's like, you know what? Fuck this guy. Like, Jesse, Jesse, what's his name? Jesse, come on. Are you done yet? And she's like trying to scream from within the car. They're both. Even though it's yeah. pouring down rain and he probably can't hear them underneath. But she starts beeping the horn, which is totally an ass thing like to do. No, with she a, didn't. No, I say beep horn, nothing. He no, no she, I said too, they should beep the horn. But then they did after you said that. And there was nothing. So Lizzie keeps looking out and then she's like, what the hell? And um, and so then she's like, no, mom, don't get out of the car. Don't get out of the car. And she's like, God damn it, Lizzie, like not another word. Like, stop it. So she gets out and he's gone. Yeah. So Jesse's body's he's not there. And then she starts to, she's like standing in the middle of this like raining road and she hears noises. Yeah. And um, <laughs> why? Wait, go ahead. Do you remember? Why she comes back to the car? No. Oh. What do you mean? What you, oh, the arm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought, you, I thought you were thinking of something else. Yeah. And then the monster throws the arm onto the car. <laughs> yeah. A severed, I mean, like. A, a Mr. Jesse's, yeah, arm. Jesse's arm. 
and it's and just thrown on the hood and she just comes up and like stares at it like <gasps> this monster is ridiculous i know like, what, what is why it why are you like, playing around i know it's like what? just cut to the chase man yeah eat it eat like me or te- not yeah teasing it and it's like <laughs> i'm gonna scare them first i know it's so ridiculous scared meat is tastier or something oh you know? yeah. yeah and then um so she gets back in the car panicked and her daughter sees the arm of course and she's freaking out and Lizzie's like I told you not to get out of the car you never ever listen to me you never listen to me so there's again it's this you never listen to me mom and she starts being she's very sorry and very sad for Lizzie at this point and she's hugging her and kissing her and she's like nothing happened I'm right here I'm right here nothing happened and um <laughs> so apparently the monster also likes to play um this food? play around with his food yeah. because then we see mr jesse crawling to his car <laughs> without an arm he doesn't have an arm but he's like and i think his face is scratched up too yeah and he's just crawling to his car and they see he has him, both but, legs but yeah. apparently he can't get up i yeah. don't know why but yeah. he he crawls to his own truck and um the mom's about to get out and go help him and lizzie's like no mom like don't don't you dare like I can't like and then the mom's like I can't leave him out there and then Lizzie's like please like don't get out and then I I don't know what this meant but her mom says like I know what you think or I know what you're thinking or yeah I know what you think I don't I don't even know what that meant it was right after Lizzie like pled for her to not go help him and Um, I have no clue all I know is all of a sudden you see Lizzie focus on something she's like and once again yeah looking past Mr. Jesse uh-huh. and she goes what's wrong what are you and she goes I see it I but see then it's it. gone yeah and um and then he, so even though then the monster is coming out of the woods uh towards Mr. Jesse uh <laughs> then like then the monster just decides to walk around on the other side of the truck and pull Mr. Jesse for, out from underneath of really? his car or like Slow, underneath into his car and slowly too or, like, I'm sorry like, underneath of his truck through, yeah and he's yeah. like doing it really slowly it's i'm so like stupid. what the heck why would it do it so and like slowly? chomping on him like it's slowly yeah. yeah and we're not seeing any of it by the way yeah. so you were right you were like he's probably the director's trying to save money and we're not like because st- at this point we still haven't seen the monster yeah, yeah. we've Just only like a seen silhouette, a silhouette maybe, yeah. like of dark and slimy yeah. sl- sliminess so he's eating mr jesse just under the i guess he likes to be he likes to be under shelter he doesn't want to be rained on when he eats you know yeah. i get it i don't want to yeah. eat in the rain but um, then we go to another flashback, and um, Lizzie's underneath a tent, like a little makeshift tent uh, in, the base, in the basement, the basement yeah. and she hears her mom and Roy, as we are to believe, which is Scott Speedman, <laughs> um, yelling upstairs, and they're in a fight. And uh, you can hear mom say, you're an idiot, and, uh, and he says something, and then she's like, well, it's my house, and he's like, it's my beer. And then um, he runs downstairs, and he's like, Lizzie... And you can tell she took keys because you heard him jingling and like hid them under like her stuff. And he rips open the tent completely and screams at her. And he's like, give me my keys. Give me my fucking keys. And Lizzie's like crying. And then the mom runs downstairs and she's like, get away from her. But then she's like is screaming at Lizzie like a terrible mom. And she's like, give him his keys. And so then he finds his own keys and he gets up and he's like, the store closes in a minute. So I'm like, oh, man, these two are really hard up for liquor. Yeah. And it's funny because I was saying like to Tracy that, yeah, like, you know, like alcohol is a drug. But they they are acting like your typical TV, like heroin addicts who's like 
looking for a hit. Yeah. All right. They're just like, where are the keys? Yeah, like just yelling like, at each other. Before the store closes. Yeah. I was just like, what? It's like, just I need my, it's my alcohol. beer. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, this is how we were in college when we knew that the um, liquor store was about to close at midnight and the party was still going and at 1130 our keg was tapped. We were like, yeah. oh my God, the store's closing. Like we got to get there. Yeah. But it, that was, that was college, man. I don't uh, think people are like just, this, but yeah. Anyway, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was hard to believe. It's a little like over, yeah. overacted alcoholism, I suppose, yeah. maybe. So um, anyway, uh, what happens? Well, mom, after after Roy runs up the stairs to go get in his car and speed away, mom looks at Lizzie and she just fucking smacks the shit out of her. And it's really awful. And then poor Lizzie is just sitting there with like tears streaming down her face. So it, the story just keeps, keeps getting worse, right? Like mom is now physically abusive too. For what? For her alcohol. It's terrible. And for this man, you know, that, that she's brought into her home. So um, anyway, mom is now in present day again, and she's telling Lizzie she's going to go get the keys from, I guess, Jesse's body or something. I don't know. And they're hugging and crying. And, um, and then all of a sudden, Lizzie's bear goes off. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, well doesn't take but a moment for the monster to react to that bear because he fucking snatches mom straight out of the windshield just yeah. like that and uh it, it seems as if and you kind of called it you were like mom's about to die and um well and she doesn't die but she starts getting she chewed mauled. up like yeah, she, she gets mauled, bitten yeah. in the side really bad and the neck and the neck and um just as that's happening though and he's about to really kind of go in for the kill the ambulance shows up of course and um, and he gets scared off by it runs all away. the noise and the lights yep. and runs away. So they get in the ambulance. They're screaming. They run to the ambulance and they're like telling the people like, just get back in this thing. Don't like it. There's something out here. But of course, it's a horror movie. I mean, we're not just going to get on the road and start driving, are we? Are we, no. Minky? No. No, one of the paramedics come. Actually, both the paramedics come out. Both one the paramedics get out. has a flashlight and is looking around for, they find the arm but they don't find Jesse, so they're looking around for the rest of the body. And then she's calling in for backup, and she's like, uh, we need animal control out here and, and, something, and something else. Yeah, yeah. Like, we got a body. And um, so I, I pretty much, like, it's a game of cat and mouse between now and a few Which minutes. never shows up, by the way. I don't huh? think about it. They never show up. No, they? no. <laughs> and because uh, she definitely called backup, but yeah. yeah. So anyway, essentially... The, both the paramedics get snatched up. Um, at one point, the woman, the woman paramedic well, gets in yeah. the driver's seat, and then I think the male paramedic gets like thrown into the windshield because that's an yeah, old trick. He's already, already dead. Yeah. He's already dead. And then the monster rips the top off of the ambulance, right? No, no. So he, he she um, throws the guy on top of the windshield, cracks. So the girl paramedic kicks the windshield like because she can't see now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She kicks it. Oh, wait, and it kicks the windshield out and the body out. But now it's completely exposed. Yeah. And she's, and then like. Which, by the way, this was funny. I don't know if you caught this, but yeah. it was pouring down rain. And it wasn't when that was happening. Right. Well, and also, like, the paramedic was just outside in the rain. And when she got in, she was totally dry. dry. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, um, and then she turns to uh, Lizzie and Kathy, and she's like, Come, we've never here. even said that the mom's name is Kathy because she one doesn't look like a Kathy to me and yeah. I just was like let's just call her mom but yeah, yeah. her name's Kathy yeah. <laughs> and Kathy's like like you know, take my take hand. My hand. come back into the back of the truck which is just one foot away because, from yeah, where you're at right because, now and because um, uh, you know you're exposed 
and they're like reaching out for each other as if they can't like touch their hands. Like, <laughs> I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, she's right there. Just walk over. This isn't fucking cliffhanger. You're not hanging from a cliff. You don't need a hand. Just fucking get know, up just and walk. Get up. Like, like, what is wrong with you? You don't need to hold her hand. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> So it, no surprise here, the paramedic gets lifted up out of the top yeah. and because uh, the monster's like on top of the ambulance and it rips her out from above and she's gone. <laughs> and um, so we, we ever find out what happens to her? Like, nah, no, she, right? Nah, she's gone. But uh, it doesn't take but a minute for mom to just be like, fuck this. Um, like we're getting out of Dodge. So she just jumps in the driver's seat and she she just so um rebel yell starts flying <laughs> down the road and yelling yeah i was like what she was yelling oh yeah they were yeah. kind of like they were like thrilled she was even because, no the, yeah. and the daughter was smiling and i remember being uh, like they just saw was, two people get three weird. people get murdered weird, yeah. but um you know when you get a van or a truck or a car an ambulance and you fly away from uh your assailant you always do something like crash and she didn't actually crash because she was a bad driver. She crashed because, oh, wait, the monster just threw its body up against the side of this thing very quickly. Again. And that's when we realized that mm-hmm. that's what happened to her car in the very beginning. So it was not a flat tire. This is why her, that's why her side panel door was completely mashed in. And this is why the wheel well was all fucked up. Because clearly the monster, while maybe attacking the wolf in the woods, saw this car coming through. And so this is its, this is its attack plan of just like ramming itself into people's yeah. cars. So, so it, it tumbles flips. down. It, it tumbles down the hill. Yeah. Um, and they, they roll around on yeah. the inside, both and mom and Lizzie. Yeah, they're both, I mean, even Lizzie's now all gashed up. Because uh, she tumbled inside of it, and she has a gash. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. And uh, she's bleeding. Mom tries to call on the CB radio, but it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, everything's broken. So they're just waiting. They're just waiting. And uh, they're sitting ducks at this point. And uh, it doesn't take long before the monster comes back, and it's, like, trying to get in. And it's jumping and jumping and, like, making all this noise on the outside. And it, then all of a sudden it's inside yeah. with them. And this is when we realize that she, atta- she like a boogeyman. Him. Yeah, the she, flashlight. she hits. Well, she, she hits him with a flashlight first. Yeah. Boom, 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 and then for some reason she flashes him with a flashlight, and he gets, he runs away. He gets scared. He's, He's like, like, no. Yeah. <laughs> Although the street lights on the street didn't bother him. Were there streetlights? Yeah, there were streetlights going all the way down. On this side fucking road? Yeah. Please. That's, there's no chance. I mean, I, I believe what you're saying, but like, there's no way that these, this like old road that nobody goes down even has uh, lights on it. Yeah, it was like streetlights, and that didn't bother him. But yeah, yeah the okay. flashlight does. It's okay. Well, this flashlight <laughs> makes him go away, and, uh, and then mom has a chance to kind of go outside, and she starts barfing like really bad, and it's because she's been... I, I think she's got terrible internal bleeding. Yeah. So she's puking up blood. She's, this is not barf. This is blood. Yeah. And um, while this is happening, she's seeing little moments of all the flashbacks we've now seen, plus some flashbacks of just like five minutes ago when she was like holding on to her daughter Maybe in the car. like your life flashing. I guess, yeah. probably. Yeah, her life was flashing and all of it was pretty yeah. bad. And um, so she gets back into the ambulance and she has basically uh, concocted a plan while she was puking and having her life flash before her eyes. And she's like, we need to get you to the main road or else they'll never know that we're here because no one's ever going to come down this road. And uh, she's I need like, you to be strong. And I got a plan. I need you to be brave, braver than you've ever been. And she's being transparent. She's like, I'm dying. I'm going to die either I, yeah. here or there. It but doesn't matter. I am dying. Yeah. 
And she's like, and then, and then now she's crying. The she, kid, the kid is crying. And she's Lizzie. pulling like some cloth and she's wrapping it around like a stick. And then she's got her lighter and she finds some uh, isopropyl alcohol. And she's like, look, uh, it doesn't like light, so I'm gonna use a fire. And I'm gonna like, I'm gonna basically be the decoy. I'm gonna go Speaking out into the woods with the fire right. so that it's watching me. And when I tell you to, I need you to run, run as fast as you can. Like, where the fuck is she supposed to run to, by the way? Uh, I don't even understand uh, where she said. Like, she said onto the road, back up, back where? onto the road. I don't where? Know. That's what she says. What, oh my gosh. The, the whole, the, so she's like, Ugh. this is this is this is her strategy. Like, I'm so frustrated with yeah, the yeah. strategy. And it's like the strategy is, I'm gonna go out there. And get its attention with yeah. the thing that he hates. Right. Okay. Even though he knows that we're both in here right yeah, now. Yeah. And the thing like that she's he assuming hates. this thing's very stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying like he just ran his body into a moving vehicle. Right. He's done it twice now. Like yeah. he's pretty calculating. Yeah. Uh, and and like she goes and then she I'm gonna get her and, and the scene is very reminiscent of Aliens. And by the way, we're kind of seeing Reaver has a has a um has a what torch. do you call it? Not the, yeah the the no, what's, what do you call it when you're uh, like an accident on the side of the road? Oh, like a, um, a, a flare, flare, a flare. Mm-hmm. And she has a flare and she's trying to um get the queen's attention. Yeah, it looks very very much like and that. And this is an interesting like uh part of the movie because we're actually we're seeing her tell the plan to her daughter while we're also then like as an it's like interstitched together we're actually seeing it happening so it's like we'll start to see her mom like walking out into the woods and then we see her telling her what's going to happen and then we see her go out and then we see her so it's weird that they chose to tell the story that way but i guess because we know it's actually really going to happen yeah and then so she goes out she gets well and this is when she says attention as if the you know the the monster's asleep or something and then she takes the torch and she well hold on really fast though i just want to say this her, her, the daughter is like hanging on for for hope that she's like okay then I'll do this but I'm only gonna do this because I'm gonna go get help so that they can save you and then that then her mom's like okay then that's our plan even though she knows she's gonna die yeah and I just want to say that because it's like the daughter clearly now she does not want her mom to die even though she put a knife up to her neck she wants to save her mom so much and I guess maybe that's I don't know. Is this like a parallel? Like she wants to save her mom from like her demons or whatever. But anyway, keep going. So she walks out. <laughs> I knew you, were gonna throw that in there. you know, it's the truth. It's like it beats you over the head with it. Oh but anyway. All right. So she walks out. <laughs> God. And she, and she keeps saying she like, just, do what I say, Lizzie. Yeah. Don't forget. Do takes, what I say. And then she takes and then she just she puts the torch down and she By puts way, out the torch. No, she's also talking to the monster yeah, like I know, this. I know. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. I, it's like, oh, it can understand English, but it's stupid it might, enough that it doesn't it know your daughter's sitting and watching yeah, at the ambulance right. three yeah. feet away, it seemed like. Yeah. Okay. So you just go for the daughter first and then it's right. going to get That's you. what I said. Yeah. I was like, I wish to God the movie would yeah. have the monster just go get the daughter yeah. right now and be like, Fuck, my plan sucks. And then she takes, she turns off the, um, oh, she um, uh, uh, puts the torch out, and of course the monster and attacks. And you hear growls, her. yeah. Yeah, monster tackles her. And Lizzie, and, run! Yeah, and, and, and Lizzie doesn't run. Lizzie, Lizzie does not run. She Instead, runs towards, she runs her towards them, which is like, why? Like, why? And so Lizzie attacks the monster with the flashlight, and then the monster runs away, and she gets to say goodbye, one last goodbye. So the thing growls and runs off, and she's like, "Don't go, please, please." And this please. whole time, I'm this telling is a really Tracy, sad I know, scene. but I'm telling Tracy, I'm like, she could have took the torch and guided her daughter to the streets. Oh my god! <laughs> like to safety, and, and yeah, I'm about to die, but I can see that my daughter is 
safe. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but no, I'm going to do this other strategy. <laughs> that so she says, oh my God. She's, I think, um, I think her mom's last words are like, I have to go. Yeah, I don't know and then, now. so she kisses her mom and then she takes, or maybe she says it. I don't know, whatever. But the lighter like falls right next to mom yeah. as she dies. And so she picks up the lighter um, she says, I love you to her mom's dead body. She kisses her on her nose and then she crawls back to the ambulance. And uh, this is when it's like, um, <laughs> we wanted uh-huh. to see it turn really into like home alone. It was like, it was like home alone minus 20. She minus what's Maury minusing? <laughs> like she's, she, you were like, I just want to see some qu- quick cuts and like fast music of her like like a a montage montage of her like trying to figure some shit out yeah yeah so like it kind of she kind of calculates a new plan which i'm like you know this is when she really is growing up like mom though right the strategy all right but look (laughs) at least i think her her strategy was probably a little bit better than her mom's though right i mean here's the thing if if they now know that like the light keeps because she even says she's like it's like a night light it'll keep keep it away oh, why wouldn't they both have just lit up torches and walked their way to the That's fucking woods point. i know yeah. it just doesn't make sense okay so lizzie's now back in the ambulance and she's looking around and she's got her bear in her arm and she finds this big ass bottle of antiseptic aerosol spray okay and like she hairspray size so she right? sees that and then she's like oh yeah and i go oh please i know where we're going with this now she's gonna spray the fucking fire th- with the lighter first of all i don't think i've ever tried that but i'm pretty I'm sure having, it would, like I, it would like I, burn her hand one Two, how how does she know how to do this already at this age? Do you think she would? Boys, boys do. You're yeah, right. I've done it when I when I was her age. Yeah, that was the coolest thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, all right. So I I think we kind of figured out what she was planning on doing. She essentially she looks at her bear kind of lovingly. Then she sees this little like door that um you know remember the ambulance is on its side. So she crawls into a cabinet which is basically just like down it's just right in front where the opening of the ambulance she would walk out from it was just a ridiculous trap so she opens up this um she opens up the cabinet she crawls inside of it and before she shuts the door she throws her bear deeper into the ambulance and it it starts singing pop goes the weasel and oh the monster immediately runs in takes the bait and it's shaking the bear up and it's pissed it's like it's like freaking out that it's this that is a he's, ruse. He's been tricked. Yeah. I've been duped. Yeah. You know? And so um, I'm still hungry or whatever. Even like, though you just killed, killed five people. Yeah, and you like, eat stop any of them. Stingy, you fucker. He, yeah. So no, he ate. He ate all of Mr. Jesse. I'm pretty sure he ate the body under the truck. But anyway, so Lizzie. We don't, we don't, he could have been just been like. OK, but wait. Cutting it. Let's get to yeah. the dumb part. So I thought she was going to try to do something where she like traps the thing in there, lights it on fire inside of there or something like that. She just runs out of the ambulance, which she could have just done beforehand. And then the monster just runs out and he's just standing outside with her. So like, what? What? Like, couldn't she have just walked outside of the ambulance and been like, here I am, Mr. Monster. Like her mom. Like, what is this? (laughs) What is the fucking point of this? So anyway, the monster runs out and it's looking at her and it's like really angry. And And she goes like this. I'm not afraid of you. Oh, She's like God. facing her yeah. demon, demon, not hers, but her mother's maybe. And then she uses the blowtorch trick and the thing catches on fire so quickly. Oh my, he must've been made out of gasoline, right? Cause like <laughs> he just like lights up. This is, this, this is the monster's skin. It's just like gasoline yeah. based. <laughs> so it fucking and flares this is, up. And this is when we see like, it looks like it's got wings under it. It's like, yeah, it was arm. So weird. <laughs> it's like, what's a bat? No, like, I'm pretty what? sure that was like a flame retardant thing that they had over top of this I monster. I they're yeah. like, look, we 
only have enough money to build one of these monsters. Yeah. We need to cover it with a full like flame retardant it, it vest. It looked like you had bat wings. That's, Although that I really okay, you're gonna you're gonna like point your finger at me in a second, and be like what? you see or something. But what? I couldn't tell if that fire was real or if it was CGI. Right, right. So and I said that right. I was like CGI. I can't. I couldn't I think tell. It was CGI. It like in the beginning, it kind of looked like it was on fire, but then when it was the up close shot, it looked like CGI. So. Anyway, the thing... It was just compositing. It wasn't CGI, but it was like... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So the thing dies, (laughs) or so we thought. Well, it is. Because it comes back for one final scare. And then uh, little Lizzie starts beating the thing to death. It was so stupid. She beats it to death, which how can a little girl beat this thing? I mean, it's like... It, it doesn't come back to life. It does one of those it comes like comes back for one final scare. It's just like does a jerk. Yeah, does a jerk. Yeah, like, yeah. but like, she yeah. does start beating the shit. And out then of she it. gets scared and she gets mad and then she beats it with like a stick. Yeah, yeah. It would break. I don't understand the scene right now. Why was it necessary? This well, so, so the movie's not over. We have to see a flashback once again of Lizzie now asleep from um, the scene where after her mom had smacked her from the key incident. So mom crawls into her little makeshift tent and she's crying. Mom's been crying. Lizzie's asleep. And she says to her, hey, little girl. And she says it again so that she actually wakes her freaking daughter up because, you know, you're not enough of an asshole that you smack her, but now you're going to wake her up. So then she's like, hey, little girl. And Lizzie just like whispers, like while her eyes are kind of slowly opening, I'm not little. And then her mom's like, I know. And then she was like, mom, you said... And she was like, I know, don't, don't, like, I know what I said, and I don't hate you, I don't hate you. Because I guess after she slapped her, she yelled to Lizzie, like, I hate you. And she was like, um, she goes on this whole little thing about how, and I guess this is, this is the moment when she realized she had to give her to her dad, that she's been such a fuck up. Because she was like, look, you're going to be better off without me. You're going to, you're going to grow up and you're going to be so much better than I ever have been. And she was like, you're going to be a better person. You're going to be stronger and you're going to be, you're going to be great without me. And then her mom, or little Lizzie just goes, you may also be an addict like me too. Oh no. (laughs) But she said, um, if you carry my jeans, (laughs) but then this was the sad part because then Lizzie just responds back to her, even though her mom's been abusive and everything. And then she's like saying to her, go off do good things with your dad I'm a shitty mom she's like I just want you mom so it is sad and then basically we're back in the present and Lizzie's walking through the woods to try to find her way and light is dawn is coming yeah it's morning it's morning and you hear Lizzie saying the same uh, uh, narration that she was saying or yeah. the VO that she was saying in the very beginning and she says my mom tells me there's no such thing as monsters but she's wrong they're out there waiting for you, watching, and sometimes you see them, and sometimes you don't, but I'm not afraid anymore. And as soon as she says that, she kind of comes out of the tree into this big-ass field. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Yeah. She still isn't on the road. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, it's, a, it's light. So it's we're like, light. We can, yeah, we're like, but oh, maybe, she's safe. Maybe that monster had babies. Maybe that monster had uh, She just needs to go. Other go, monster yeah, babies. She just needs to go back to her tow truck and get her phone. <laughs> True. Yeah. Why didn't she just do that? Yeah. Idiot. But yeah, just kidding. She's not an idiot. Um, so well, it's just, who's uh, the real monster in the movie? I don't. I don't care. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I mean, I I think I there's it's there's a good premise. Yeah, uh, it's a good premise here. Um, and it's there's some really nice moments between her and her mom, uh, which I think could have been 
written better as well. Yeah. Um, and I don't, I'm just so sick. I know you're going to hate this. I'm just so sick of this connection between this, like, if there is one in this. There is. You know, and about, clearly. like. This one is, like, so obvious. Uh, it's like you don't have to dig. Yeah, but it's, like, you know, like, mental struggle, uh, yeah. you know, is a symbolism or metaphor for yeah. this monster. I'm, like, just, I'm, like. Once in a while, it's okay to be try to be a smart horror film. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, you, um, one of my favorite ones, favorite f- um, home invasion films. You're next, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you like it as well, but I like it a lot, and I bring it, that up as an example often mm-hmm. because it doesn't try to hammer like this ex. Uh, um, this message, mm-hmm. this like the undertone. Yeah, it's message. just entertainment. And yeah, it's entertainment, and yeah. it's scary. Yeah, and it doesn't have to. It doesn't have to have this meaningful thing yeah. for it to be like an awesome horror film. No, I know. Not all the time. I'm not saying yeah. that it shouldn't have it at all. I mean, I, I think, think it's just recently. Like, I don't think it's recent though. No, no, I, I no. think what? recently that we've been watching a lot of them oh. in order. They, they, were, they came from different years. Yeah, but like we just watched a bunch of them like back yeah. to back. I think like you're you're forgetting that nearly every like major horror film is some kind of social commentary to what's happening in the present day. Like you think about George Romero. Sure. Yeah, he's a complete be. and utter counterculture yeah. filmmaker about. Uh, consumerism Absolutely. and whatever. Absolutely. So I feel like there's so many movies, so many horror movies do that. I think more so probably than than just pure entertainment horror flicks. But right? they're not. But just because they do that, that doesn't mean they're all good as well. I, right? No, sure. Yeah. I mean, and, and is this movie like, is this movie kind of um, bringing to light? Uh, it's not like alcoholism is a new thing. So, I, but but no. is it bringing to light kind of the effect of alcoholism in children in today's society and like whatever? I don't sure. Okay, fine. It's a clear. Mm-hmm. It, that's clear. Like it's so obvious because they have all these flashbacks mm-hmm. like hitting us over the head. Yeah. Is there some I, kind of symbolism between this demon and then her mom finally sacrificing herself to to take care of her daughter after you know essentially eleven, twelve, ten years of her daughter's life like not doing that for her kid. Maybe that's the the deeper meaning. It's like she finally, like I don't know, succumbed to her demon and let her daughter go free. It's I don't know. Some, like some story writers, it's or not directors. good. Like yeah, I don't think right, it's good. Yeah. I'm just saying writers do it with more, I think respect sure. and tact. And it's yeah, just, I think this is done. So, this is so corny. Like yeah, it's a especially when the monster itself looks like a man in a suit. Like like when it was biting yeah. her. Yeah. It was just like moving its head, trying to stick her arm in its mouth. It was like, like the um, mouth didn't even move. It it didn't open and close at oh, all. Oh really? Yeah. It was just like doing oh, this. Man. It was just like Oh jeez. <laughs> it was so bad. I watched that show Face Off for the first so many seasons and I can't, I don't even want to know what season they're up to. I like kinda got I it still loved on? it so I think so. They they were putting out like a season every six months or something. Yeah, it was probably crazy. canceled, right? It was so good in the beginning. I mean, I fucking loved it. But um, there, I was, I was kind of surprised about like how many major kind of headdresses or whatever you want to call it, like uh, faces that they would make. Where yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of movement mm-hmm. in the mouth or whatever. So I don't really know how you, how you um, work with that in movies. No, it's still on. It is still on. Season nine. Holy. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I watched like the first. Five, I want to say, but then I kind of got burnt out. I was like, I don't think I can watch this anymore. Glenn Hetrick and <laughs> wow. it's such a good show, though. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, um, so 
yeah. So Brian I mean, Bertino, he did Strangers. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. This one is. I know like we another, always kind of. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. This one is another one where I think, um, you know, the monster is never explained. You have no idea what this thing is from. You don't know if it's an alien. Okay. You don't. Yeah. You don't know anything about mm-hmm. it. So I, I'd say like. Is that a, um, I wonder what your take is on this. Like The Strangers, I think the scariest part of The Strangers was, and if you haven't seen it, I'm sorry, but I'll say like the end. Liv Tyler asks The Strangers, why are you doing this? this? And they say, because it's fun, Mm -hmm. right? So there's really no reason. There's no rationale. You were pretty much like the bad, you were the unfortunate pick of a lottery, you know, and um, almost like that quote that I said uh, from We Are the Flesh, the episode that we talked about, We Are the Flesh, that was the best quote in the whole movie. Um, something about how chance is the, I'm going to totally jack it up right now, but like uh, randomness or chance is the biggest villain in our society, right? Like randomness. You could just be picked at random and something very cruel happened to you. Mm -hmm. So this monster, you have no clue where it's from. Don't know why it exists. You don't know why it attacks you. Um, So there's, that's what I was saying. Like there's parallels to his movies is, is what I'm saying in that respect. Like not everything is answered and maybe that's the scariest thing at times. Um, Is this done well? I don't know if I if I really feel like it's done well, but what do you think of that device though? Of like not explaining what this thing is or where it's from or why it's killing and eating people. Yeah. Um, Do you think that's cheap? Or do you think that it's actually a good tactic because you don't need to answer everything and that that adds to at least some element of scare? I think sometimes you don't have to answer mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Like Twilight Zone episodes don't explain everything, mm-hmm. right? Um, and and there's some interesting things to the unknown. Mm-hmm. And But certain movies, right, we want to know more. Yeah. Like Aliens, where do they come from? Yeah. And, and, they, and he tries to explain them in a new one, right? Like where they came from, how did they? And sometimes, I think most of the time, it's funny because it's like a, it's a paradox, right? Yeah. Because I think as a viewer, like if the movie's good, yeah, like we want to know more, yeah. But and so like we want the creators to do the sequel or do the prequel but then when or you whatever. Find out, when you you're find let out, down. you're like, yeah, you're like yeah. shit, you're like because like, it's not um, because it never meets your imagination expectation, right? Well, rarely, and sometimes I think we realize, does. like, the unanswered. They do. And yeah. I think the unanswered sometimes is scarier. So, like, I remember, um, I'm going to forget his name right now, but the, the guy who <laughs> it's did... Okay, I know you're gonna the, <laughs> the guy who did The Walking Dead, um, the, the graphic novels. Yeah. I remember reading in one of... You know how he writes in the back of the novels, like, uh, Q&As and stuff yeah. like that? Yeah. I remember in one of them, everybody kept asking him, when are you going to tell us why zombies are zombies? Like, what happened? Why, when are you going to tell us? And he he very much was like, I don't ever want to answer that question. Like, I want to leave that not answered. I liked I liked that better. Um, and then the show, obviously, I think I'm pretty I'm pretty positive that they did wind up answering it in some ways. But oh. um, you know, I I appreciate when some things are not answered, and I think that's Wait, Brian. Didn't Bert, the first Bertino's season they answer it? The, yeah, yeah in, the, in, the, in the CDC, and people yes. were like, "What the heck? Yeah. That's how they become." Well, and the CDC is <laughs> not even in the graphic novels at all. Yeah, right? it's not that. Well, that scene is not. No, yeah, yeah the, they well, it, yeah. and they're there for a couple of episodes I want yeah. to say maybe but yeah people were just like well like, wait what? I don't want to know this yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that was probably against the writer's wishes I bet that was for TV whoever yeah. was like and running the show was like no we're gonna do it this way maybe because they didn't think they were gonna get picked up yeah and then the other season. huh maybe because they thought they weren't gonna get picked up for a second season or something maybe they're that's just like, true yeah just do season one yeah yeah well with a bang yeah but anyway um so I'd say like I guess for me 
if it was would just you, about okay. if would you recommend this movie yeah i probably recommend this really movie. yeah okay so okay what i was going to say before i we should probably um, yeah wrap it up wrap it up soon um is that i know we've been talking about a lot of the bad stuff from the movie but um I want to talk like about the, the worst good, stuff. I, I want to talk about some good stuff that I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. from the movie. I like the mom as an actress. I think she's a good actress. The daughter at times were good, and she was sort of good. For me, she went in and out. Like sometimes mm. she was kind of cheesy, especially the crying scenes and mm. stuff. But, I thought she was good. But the mom was consistent for me. She was really good. I like the mm. actress. It's just in general. I thought that her what's character a, what's her was. Name again? What's her real name? We should probably. I don't uh, remember, but I, I actually kind of. I feel opposite of you. I feel Zoe like Zoe Kazan. Zoe. Zoe Kazan. Yeah. But don't you have to have two dots? In to be, no. I. Why are you trying to make people spell their name a certain way? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought that way. So no, another name. I actually felt like her character was a little, um, like over, and it was probably the way that it was written, or maybe it was the way that he wanted her to act. But I thought it was a little, uh, like I said before. Um, what's the word uh like overly dramatized as whatever kind of mom she was so i didn't really i kind of was in and out and i also like consistent she wasn't a consistent mom like she loved her mom or she loved her daughter but then she like treated her like that's not acting that's a story no i know that's what i'm saying but so her acting for me like i couldn't see past it the past the story and the the way oh. that the mom's story was written they, they i thought been, the girl was good they could have been sisters the girl. and they would have been fine you know what i mean like <laughs> like the older sister yeah um so, uh, what else another, was good another, another thing it, the film looked good like the way it was shot yeah like technically mm-hmm. i think it looked i think it was sharp and looked um uh, professional mm-hmm. i mean it, it was an indie almost like an indie film right mm-hmm. but it was um and then i loved um that how he tried to keep it small Right, like all the action, mm-hmm. all the well, the, all the story happened on this road. Yeah, inside. Well, I thought it was going to mostly all ha- in the car. Yeah, but I yeah. thought it was going to, and yeah. I thought that would be more interesting. But he didn't. He spent a lot of time outside, going yeah. back and forth. So you don't, you didn't feel claustrophobic, because the camera just kept Although going. Although the outside. rain makes you feel a little claustrophobic too. The rain makes you feel like you can't really be out there. Mm-hmm. That's why I said I appreciated the rain in this movie because it did. I was gonna say it does add to that kind of, kind of claustrophobic. Um, feel and it and it does kind of tie in with movies where you're just taking place and in one scene so you know how I like to tie up the what are the three movies that would make you or what are the three stories or whatever that are most like this I wrote Cujo the Babadook and Little Red Riding Hood <laughs> so like the Babadook man, what a disappointment that you're was. the worst but um you know you've got like a, a very kind of strong relationship or like a bad relationship I don't know what you want to call it between like a mother and a child um, and then the Cujo part you know Cujo is just mm-hmm. literally in the in the car for 90% of the film so this felt very similar to me like that and then and Cujo is a mom and her young son and you have a rabid um, St. Bernard the whole, I think it's a St. Bernard yeah, the whole time trying to get to them that's oh, a really Rottweiler. good book though. no it's not a Rottweiler okay, okay. Um, a but so <clears throat> he keeps trying to get in and they cannot get out and it's a hot <clears throat> sweltering day so like the hot sweaty sun and they're like dying and their lips are turning dry that was almost like how the rain was in this movie although it would be way worse in a hot car um so it felt very much like Cujo and then Little Red Riding Hood the fact that we've got um this theme of them taking the the backwoods path to someone's house and then we have a wolf in the story I was like this is interesting Mm -hmm. so anyway those are the three movies I wrote down Mm -hmm. one part each anything else uh no for me, it was, you know, I saw a lot of parallels um, 
it's uh, to aliens. Mm-hmm. Um, Just yeah, not in space, thank God. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't. Like how are you space. gonna watch Covenant? I'll watch it. I just don't like space. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I mean, it had good moments, but overall, I just it wasn't it wasn't very good. And so you would I, not recommend I it. Would, I, don't, I would have a hard time recommending this. Really? And you know, if never mind all the other like flaws in the storyline, if the monster looked good, mm-hmm. uh, believable, scary, I I would I would recommend this hmm. as is. But when you're waiting so long to see it and you finally get to see it and it looks like that, it's just like, oh, come on. Look, all I'm saying is you should have been prepared because they have the silhouette of the thing on the movie poster. What do you mean? I know, but what? what movie poster. It's what? like it Prepa- has the little head shape and like the stupid to, little teeth. Prepared to be <laughs> disappointed? Down. Yeah. Oh, come on. That's not true. <sighs> um, the movie poster was pretty cool, though. Yeah, it anyway, was. Anyway, um, we don't know what we're watching next week. Or actually, it won't be next week because I'll be out of town. But yeah. we'll, when the next time we I get we together, I thought, did we mention something? Oh, no, um, something that I'm going to find that has awesome CGI. Oh right, <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, the best horror movie using CGI. That's what we'll have to find. I won't say the best because you're putting something too much pressure. Really on good. Yeah. that we haven't seen, or maybe we've seen. Yeah, that's does it have to be does it have to be a monster. I you mean, that's what we were saying. Okay. We were like, it has to be a monster or creature gotcha. that's fully CGI. Okay. That's good. Okay. All right. Mission. Mission. No, no. challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. accepted. Yeah. Mission accomplished. So you don't know what we're going to watch yet, but we'll be sure to post it yeah. or something. Okay. So okay. We, we, I think we told you at the beginning to make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. I mm-hmm. think I did not tell you yet to write us. Um, one final scare gmail.com please <laughs> write us whatever you want but yep. hey remember those days where people used to write us their very first horror experience or the, like the very first movie that they ever watched why don't you write us um, this time about a recommendation or a movie with CGI that you really like yeah. tell me I'm wrong and um, she's wrong she's not wrong I'm not I'm not wrong and then uh, also go to Redbubble if you want a cool t-shirt uh, with our logo on it. There's multiple different kinds of t-shirts, sweatshirts. There's two different female shirts. And uh, you can pick whatever color you want. And, um, and you listeners in the DMV area, um, we're doing a show, a live show on the 16th. It's a Friday. and It's at 11 o'clock with other podcasters. Um, buy the tickets. Go to Laugh-It-Comedy. Oh my god. Oh my god. Laughindextheater.com. That, again, that's laughindextheater.com and there's a, a comedy festival link there and then find the one that's uh, for the for our date which is June 16th. Right? Yep. Yep. I think so. <laughs> it is. It is. Okay, cool. And um it's the 11 o'clock show because there's a couple different showings that night with different mm-hmm. things. Buy buy tickets to all of them if you want to just go and sit and check everything out. I think our showing uh we have three different 30-minute podcasts going. So, check us out. And um yeah. is there anything else? No, that's it. All right. Well, I think it's uh, time to wrap it up. I'm hitting so the road. This is uh, Minky, and that's Tracy over there. Over there. Um, and good night. Good night. Bye.